if Kyler Murray isn't here, I don't take this job. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Day, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Monday through Friday, all the Arizona Cardinals content you can choke down, free and available, and all pla- on all platforms. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. Official sports book of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. I've got a jammed pod today. Pod, I don't like when people call them pods. I like podcast. I like the full word. I like the Alexander and not the Alex of this specific situation on this pod. Mm. Like I'm okay with it. It just rubs me. It's just like say podcast. That's just me. That's just me. Either way, please subscribe to this podcast on YouTube. Love to get to 3,000 subscribers before the start of the 2023 NFL season. So a lot has been different around this organization. It's been a cleansing. It's been a, this is all going to be new and feel new and look new and hopefully have newer outcomes since the end of the 2021 season. Steve Kahn gone, Cliff Kingsbury gone, Jonathan Gannon in, new coordinators in, Monty Austinfort in, Dave Sears in, Jeff Rogers back. This is going to be a completely different experience for all involved, whether it be employees of the organization, fans, media members, etc. And one of the biggest question marks going into this offseason where the Cardinals couldn't hire a head coach was, is this Kyler Murray's fault? Is it because of Kyler Murray that blobbity, blobbity, blippity, blippity, blappity? Stop it. Jonathan Gannon was interviewed by Peter King. Football Morning in America on Monday. I'm going to talk about that uh, in depth, but really with one thesis statement in mind this first segment. Secondly, I'm talking myself into two things. One of them, I'm extremely confident in. Because it's not so much talking myself into it, it's more not talking myself out of it again. And then the the second one is kind of like, it's kind of a stream of consciousness, but I've been thinking about it, so it's infused with existential crises and looking towards the future and with 2023 kind of being in doubt predicated upon when Kyler Murray comes back to is this the right path for the future because it's not Steve Kai making the picks and it's Monty Allison for it but is he going to be good at making picks as first time GM is his scouting background with Jonathan Gannon and all this stuff is it set and forget yeah all of that is going through my head simultaneously so I wanted to just spew that out at you because we're in this together so you're going to be on this roller coaster with me. So the third segment is, do the Cardinals trade back? 
in the 2023 draft from three overall if they get a sweetheart deal. And I've up until two days ago, I've constantly thought about it and I've been like, no, stay, pick and pick and pick and move on. Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, whoever's there, pick it, keep it simple, move on. But there's some doubt that's creeped crept in over the last 48 hours. I'm gonna talk about that in the third segment. The cold open. If Kyler Murray isn't here, I don't take this job. That's Jonathan Gannon speaking to Peter King about obviously one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why he took the Arizona Cardinals job to begin with, Kyler Murray. And they're not exactly a fit, a pair. The dictionary definition of you, me, meet you, you, me, night at the Roxbury, you, me, besides the, you know, the actual dancing part, like, it didn't, like, Jonathan getting like, oh, yeah, I want to coach Kyler Murray. It, it's not like a, a zero to one, this isn't obvious, I want this. Now, you can go into a bunch of different ways where he obviously had to say that, take that off the board. Not all head coaching jobs are created equal. Sure, there's 32 of them. Jonathan Gannon easily could have stayed another year as DC of the Eagles, potentially made it another NFC Championship game, and looked next year for head coaching positions. Okay, so it's not to say that it's like, oh, he had to take a job just to take a job. Kyler Murray was an integral, if not the most integral part of him choosing the Arizona Cardinals. And that speaks volumes. It speaks volumes. We're going to backload all of the Kyler Murray isn't the guy conversations at least on this podcast. I'm not going to do it for clickbait. I'm not going to do it for anything. I don't do anything for clickbait. I believe everything that I say. I believe it all. I can make enough content on my own to say things just to rile people up for no reason and defend them. So let's put that on the back burner. Jonathan Gannon chose the Arizona Cardinals because he wanted to coach Kyler Murray, among other reasons, of course. Being a head coach for the first time, absolutely. Took part in it. If Kyler Murray's not here, I don't take this job. And then, more interestingly, Jonathan Gannon, like, cracked the code that a former head coach that will remain nameless couldn't crack in four seasons before even putting the whistle around his neck to coach the Arizona Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon. Maybe put Kyler Murray under center. It opens up the play action. What? Dun, dun, dun. What a shocker. What a surprise. What? Oh, my goodness gracious. Maybe looking at things that aren't working and changing them instead of saying, nope, this is it. This is what we're going to do. Hope it works because it ain't going to get fixed. It ain't going to get changed. This is it. Unbelievable. So the quote, I have this up. It's, we're not going to put him in gun all the time. This is a quote, uh, Jonathan Gannon talking to uh, Peter King. We're not going to put him in gun all the time. I'll tell you that. We'll have two significant offenses with his skill set. One being under center and one being in the gun. Simple. And... With Drew Petting coming in, 
quarterback coach from Cleveland, what did they do better than anybody? Establish the run. And imagine, and sure, I mean, you could, uh, you know, Tennessee, there are teams that establish the run. San Francisco, of course. But what has Cleveland been? They've been Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt with a sprinkle of Baker Mayfield. And now with Deshaun Watson, if he remembers how to play football again, maybe that'll change. But what made Cleveland so successful was not only establishing the run, like fully establishing the run, but also setting up incredible play action sets where Baker Mayfield looked like a pro bowler at times. Imagine doing that with Kyler Murray. The possibilities are endless, but to just tie this to uh, tie this together, Jonathan Gannon chose this job because of Kyler Murray and other reasons. Kyler Murray wasn't a throw in. He wasn't taking a head coaching job just to do it. Kyler Murray was a focal point of that. And people need to understand that. Locked on Cardinals, your daily source for Arizona Cardinals content, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Arizona Cardinals absolutely and unequivocally cannot trade DeAndre Hopkins. I will tell you why in detail. Next, another thing that I'm going to tell you in detail about is something that I'm salivating over currently. Okay? This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and the calories, then you've got to try a Built Bar. We're well into 2023. Your holiday season, even if you give yourself a couple weeks in January, is over. Okay? You've got to try Built Bar. You're eating sweets. you got to try something that, you know, to fill your sweet quotient while being good for you, healthy, tasty, Built Bar. 100% real chocolate. Covered. All of them. Okay, they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut almond. Uh, like what we used to do was say, go to, you know, built.com and buy your box. Go to built.com and buy your box. Now you can get them at Sam's Club or Walmart, man. They sell the same macros as ever, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. If you're around Walmart, go in, go to the pharmacy section, get a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in, grab a 13 bar box with hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. The Arizona Cardinals 100% should not trade DeAndre Hopkins. Alex Clancy, Lockdown Cardinals. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I want to get to 3K before the start of the 2023 season. It'd be a huge milestone for me. I've been doing this since 2017. We've been on, I've been on YouTube for about 18 months now. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been around. Thank you. Thank you for those who have been here since 2017. Ed Romero, number one P1. Since 2017. All the way through. Thank you very much. If this is your first listen to Locked On Cardinals, thank you. Maybe make tomorrow your second listen. We're blowing this baby up with poignant, passionate, straightforward, and opinionated thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals. Never clickbait. This is all me, for better or worse. It's usually for better, in my humblest of opinions, and my mom's opinion, I think. I think my mom would mirror that. DeAndre Hopkins 100% should be in Arizona Cardinals for the next five years. And I, I don't think, like, here's the thing. The pushback. Well, you can potentially get a late first rounder, early second rounder for him. Maybe a second and a fourth, which is what Julio Jones went for. And Julio Jones has been injured for a decade. 
when he went to Tennessee. I think Tennessee gave up a sixth and they got, or, or they gave up, sorry, Atlanta gave Tennessee a sixth and Julio Jones to get for a second and a fourth I, or a second and a fifth. I don't think that's enough for DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think people understand how talented DeAndre Hopkins is. And yes, he he the, was suspended for PEDs. I still believe that DeAndre Hopkins didn't know that there was some sort of banned substance laced into whatever he was taking because there's no reason to not believe that. And on top of that, unlike someone who will remain, remain nameless, uh, has played for the Minnesota Vikings for a while, Patrick Peterson, I don't know why I said remain nameless. He came back after his PED suspension and stunk up the joint. He wasn't good after he came back. DeAndre Hopkins looked like DeAndre Hopkins right when he came back. Okay, so DeAndre Hopkins has no guaranteed money left on his contract. He's going to want guaranteed money on his contract. He's going to be 31. If I'm the Cardinals, I'm giving him three-year, 50 mil with 35 million guaranteed. And I don't understand why that's like this huge deal. And he may want more. He may want more and he may garner more on the, on the open market. But if you look at him and Hollywood Brown as your wide receiver one and wide receiver one a for the next three or four seasons, it could be so much worse. There's like, there are so few true wide receiver ones in the NFL. 15, maybe, maybe, maybe. And some of them are on the same team. You know, Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins are both wide receiver ones. Hollywood Brown, we don't know if he's a real wide receiver one. We think from what we've seen, from what I've seen, he was a wide receiver one through the first six weeks before he got hurt. DeAndre Hopkins comes back and he's immediate wide receiver one. He's immediate impact maker. Don't look at speed. It's never mattered to him. And that breeds longevity. That yields the ability to play in somewhat of a Larry Fitzgerald role for the next six seasons. We have no idea. He will fit into any offense and immediately be impactful. And just because it's, oh, they're glaring needs elsewhere, so DeAndre Hopkins is not a focal point. The Arizona Cardinals need set-and-forget players. And they don't have many right now out of Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, and a couple guys on defense. Buda Baker? Jalen Thompson, maybe, as set-and-forget guys, not counting Kyler Murray. With how many needs the Cardinals have, you need to sure up the players that you know are performers at a Pro Bowl level. And with the amount of draft picks they have, the amount of possibility to be able to draft players on, on rookie-scale contracts, to be able to build around them, be able to build around the expensive contracts. It's a perfect situation to give him a three-year extension. Maybe have maybe give him a three-year deal with you know an opt-out after the second year. I don't I don't see one upside unless you can get a top 10 pick for DeAndre Hopkins, which you won't be able to. I don't see one upside for from tra- for trading him. I don't. He's been the only sure offensive thing the Cardinals have had when he's on the field. People are going to rue the, rue the day? Regret, let's just say regret, because I know what that means. Regret the day that they wished the Cardinals traded DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, first, second round pick, sweet. What are you going to get? An offensive lineman that may work out? 
a pass rusher that may work out, you know who DeAndre Hopkins is. 30 is the new 25 with wide receivers, especially guys who don't depend on their speed. He's not a problem in the locker room. He's a great philanthropist and philanthropist and charitable guy around, you know, like he checks all the boxes for a guy that you want to have retire in Arizona Cardinal. So the fact that there's so much gas, so much jet fuel behind trading DeAndre Hopkins, it still kind of blows my mind. Ask any of your friends who are fans of other teams saying, hey, would you trade for DeAndre Hopkins? Yes, now. Thank you, please. I'm ready right now. Thank you. Every single one of them would say that. Maybe that should tell you something about how important DeAndre Hopkins is. I'm not not I'm not talking myself into the Cardinals trading down, but I'm opening up the door like one millionth of a millimeter, a nanometer. I don't know. I'm terrible at math and the metric system. I think it's the metric. I have no idea. But I'm opening up the possibility. Just let's talk about it. Let's talk through it. And there is an upside to it. Okay. It's just predicated upon Monty Ossifor being the complete antithesis of Steve Kime with his ability to have strong drafts in a situation, in a position where he's never been in before, being in the captain's chair. I still think it's something that needs to be talked about. The Cardinals trading back from three in the 2023 NFL draft. We'll talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by. FanDuel, the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Jonathan Gannon chose the Arizona Cardinals because of Kyler Murray as one of the main reasons. And it's, you know, it's, well, duh. I don't think it's that simple. I don't think it's that simple. In the back of his head, it could be like, okay, one year, if he plays five games, ship him. Like, everything is on the table for 2023 and moving forward with personnel. I'm going to get more into it tomorrow. Like, not even talking about the draft. How many players, like, are actually Arizona Cardinals? I talk about it a lot. There are very few Arizona Cardinals on the Arizona Cardinals right now. The, most of them are outsourced from other organizations. There are very few Arizona Cardinals. And we could be losing, too, in Byron Murphy and Zach Allen. I think the latter has a better chance of being retained than the former, if you're going to pick one. But there are very few Arizona Cardinals on this roster. 
DJ Humphreys, Kyler Murray, Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson of impact. That's it. That's it. It's wild. And I guess, you know, Zayvon Collins, Zayvon, like we can have that secondary or tertiary conversation when it comes to, to rankings, but I will talk about that more in depth tomorrow. Uh, got some good guests lined up. I've kind of held off on my Rolodex. I kind of wanted to get through the season, get through the rigmarole, get through the coaching hires, but you know me, Alexander Michael Clancy here on Locked On Cardinals. I bring the biggest guests and I ask them questions that aren't just, well, what do you think about the Cardinals offseason? Tell me about... We're going to have some fun conversations with some hard-hitting guests telling me the truth about what they think about the offseason, the Arizona Cardinals as a whole, etc. Here's why I think the Arizona Cardinals could trade down from three and it would be palatable and maybe even more beneficial for the future. Kyler Murray may not play half a season. So just go with me here. Just go with me here before the groans set in. Say they draft Will Anderson at three, okay? Say they don't trade down. Or Jalen Carter at three. Say they, say they draft Will Anderson. Perfect scenario. Pass rusher for the future. Four years. Option for a fifth. Chances are he's probably not going to get to the fifth if he's all pro as or you know a pro bowler as people think he's going to be. He'll probably get an extension after the fourth year. The first year is pretty much a throwaway. If this is like the situation where Kyler only plays half the year, they win six games, they're going to have a top nine pick next year, top 10 pick next year. So you have a year where he comes in, and even if he's a stud, you know, whatever, it, it's not really going to amount to a whole lot. Oh, you know, he's getting, he's the best part of the defense. That's great. That's great. That's great. Then 2024, you know, more new players, more acclimation, things like that. Maybe he's the leader of the defense at that point. Maybe they trade away Zayvon Collins because they're going to be running a fourth. Maybe they trade away Zayvon Collins. And Will Anderson's the guy. Then it's like, okay, so year two, year three, year four, if everything works out, then you have your guy for the future. If the rest of the uh, of the roster uh, catches up, they add some key pieces on on you know veterans. They have another solid draft in twenty twenty four. Is the skyrocket ship to the moon? Okay, in that scenario, drafting Will Anderson obviously is the right choice. Okay, but if you think about it this way, say the Cardinals get offered, you know, a first in twenty twenty, a fir- a third this year, and a first in twenty twenty four to move down seven or eight spots. Say they move down to ten. Or nine. I think Tennessee's nine. And there's, you know, rumblings about them trading up to, to draft a quarterback. I mean, who knows? What if Indy moves up one pick? Well, th- that wouldn't really work in, in this scenario. So say they had to move down, move down, like to nine or ten. Where you know you're not going to get Jalen Carter. You know you're not going to get Will Anderson. But you are going to get a first-round pick next season. I understand it's putting a lot of weight in Monty Osifert's ability to draft. And I understand it's not keeping it simple. It's making it a little bit more abstract, taking a little bit more risk, but also on the back end, having an extra first round pick next year who could potentially make immediate impact. If 2023 is going to be a retool year where Kyler Murray's retooling his knee and 
this team is kind of in flux, but it's really about a culture shift and not necessarily about win-loss, which I've talked about a lot. Like, you look at you look at Detroit with Dan Campbell. Nobody gives a rip about their win-loss record right now. Look at what he's doing to that organization. Detroit Lions fans have probably never had more fun than the last year and a half. That's what Jonathan Gannon is tasked to do in 2023. That's it. That's the main goal. It's not about win-loss in 2023. Now, if Kyler Murray comes back in week two or week three and he's ready to roll, we could have a different conversation. But by all accounts, he's going to miss a handful of games. They're going to have a lesser-than quarterback playing quarterback. They're probably going to start one and three, one and four, something like that. The, the schedule is brutal for the Cardinals. They're staring a top-five pick in the face in 2023 if Kyler Murray doesn't come back in a very, very timely fashion within the first month of the season. And that's, I mean, that's that's part of the clunkiness. That's part of the Cardinals being a 13-year-old wearing braces right now. That's what this is. So because of that, getting an extra first-round pick for when this team is primed to really take that leap could do nothing but help on paper. So I understand the pushback. I understand the hesitancy to trade back because trust me, 80% of me is still hesitant to do that. If I'm the Arizona Cardinals, because you set, you pick, you set and forget, you've got a guy for the next decade. I get it. I get it. And I'm still on that side, but thinking about stocking up on draft capital, high draft capital to go with what's, what could potentially be high draft capital for the Cardinals in their own right in 2024 that's how you really completely revamp a roster is just you hit rock bottom. Now, this is complete antithesis of keeping DeAndre Hopkins because you're not going to want to just backload. If you're going to pay DeAndre Hopkins, you're going to try and win more games. Now, like, I understand that these two last segments have been disjointed, but understanding the fact that if they did trade back, it wouldn't be Armageddon. It would be for an important purpose of stacking up future first-round picks on top of the future round pick, first-round pick drafts like the Cardinals already have of their own in an effort to really make a wave. And who's to say that if they have two first-round picks in 2024, they don't trade them both away for a stud? Like, having draft capital, first of all, draft capital is the most overblown entity in all of sports, not just football, all of sports, NFL draft picks are the most overblown entity in all of sports. So if you have a guy like Will Anderson, you draft him in three, set and forget, bingo, bango, bungo, on to the next. And I get that. I'm still in that camp. But thinking about the chance for the Cardinals to actually be able to inherit more top-tier draft capital, it's not a bad consolation prize. It's not like, oh, they're screwed. That's it. They're screwed. That's not it. It's a win-win. It's just a, it doesn't feel like it's a win-win if they were to trade back and get a first for trading back in 2024. It doesn't feel like it. It's like they're giving up their first round pick in 2023 just because they're not getting Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. There are going to be myriad first round picks that are going to be impact makers in 2023. Unfortunately, one of them is B. John Robinson. If the Cardinals trade back and draft B. John Robinson, I'm even though, even though he would immensely help the offense, obviously. Bijan Robinson is going to be a transcendent talent. But just no, just come on. 
move away, make the right picks, eat your vegetables, and then you could have your dessert. Steve Keim never ate his vegetables, and that's why we are where we are. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Turn the notifications on. Um, I'll be with you. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Locked on Cardinals. See you then.